We are School Walking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes of the Walking Dead universe. Sometimes we bring you news, sometimes we make you laugh, most times we go deep. I'm Cosmo Mom 9 Rachel B, and with me, of course, is Sharon D, Blazy Gardner. Guys, we have a really special guest with us today. You know her as Annie on Fear the Walking Dead, Bailey Gavilek. Thanks so much for being here, Bailey. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. I just have to say, it was such a pleasure getting to meet you at the camp in May, and we got to kind of just sit there and chat with you for a while, and it was just really, really, really nice. It was great just kind of talking. Yes, it was I, really, it was I loved it. It was my first time doing a convention, so it was my first time really getting to interact with fans in that way that are like, they like know the show. It's not my dad being like, what do you, what do you do? Um, it's like, like, yes, this is so cool. I'm like, we love it. And so like, it's just really like, ugh, makes your heart squeeze. Um, I want to thank you for uh, being in my birthday video for one thing. <laughs> that was so fun. It was so cute. I loved it. It was awesome. I appreciate it very I much. Thank you. I had so much fun doing it. I was like, <laughs> okay, I need to do this. And I don't want to just like say happy birthday. <laughs> So I was like, okay, Megan's my roommate. And I was like, Megan, we're going to do this thing. And I'm just going to need you to make like, some zombie noises, which she was very excited to do because she told me time and time again how much she just wants to be a walker on the show. Just like, just once. So I was like, okay, you're just going to make the zombie sound effects. And I'm going to like, you know, shoot a few times and we'll just do this happy birthday video really quick. And it was so fun. Thank you for being part of my birthday video too. That was so special. <laughs> so sweet. I love doing that stuff. I was like, absolutely. It sounds like so much fun. You and I actually had an interaction on on Instagram as well. Uh, last year when, was it last year? Who knows? Time. Last year when Fear the Walking Dead season six started, I believe. I think this was. I was, I remember I was running late to a recording session. We were about to record our next Fear the Walking Dead coverage. And I'm trying to move my car. It's New York City. I'm not, I'm never going to make it back in time. I'm waiting to move my car because I'm wait. I'm seeing a spot and I'm looking at my Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay. There's a little giveaway thing here. Okay, well, let's let's do this thing. Yeah, Bailey's yeah. having a giveaway. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Later on, I, I find out just me just tooling around with my car and then finally making it back and doing the recording. I was like, I find out that I win your giveaway, and it was the of the Camp Cackleberry T-shirt design that you had made. Yeah, there you go. Oh, look exactly. at that. <laughs> And, uh, I told you, I couldn't decide what to wear, so they're all nearby. <laughs> the uh, Camp Cackleberry Fear the Walking Dead Season 5 magnet and sticker, and then even a nice handwritten wow. note, which I actually have right in front of me right now, actually. Oh, and it's because uh, I just moved. It was on a poster behind us as we record, and then so we're moving around. So I said, you know what, let me put this near my desk, and I'll, I'll figure that out later. But as long as it's near my desk, okay, I'm in the zone we know what we're doing while we're recording. We have our all our fear swag. We have your Camp Cackleberry magnet right above me, actually. And it was, it's just kind of a nice thing to have around while we're recording, remembering the uh, fear family as it is. So thank you for that. Yeah. It was a really, really cool thing. Did you ever end up doing anything with, with any of those designs? No, like really, I... My cousin, she's in uh, like fashion design, so she helped me make the artwork for it, for the t-shirt. But for the artwork for the magnets and the stickers, I did those while we were still shooting season five. I was like, I brought my laptop the one day and I was like in hair and makeup and I was like working with limited equipment. But yeah, so they just kind of exist. I love designing things in that sense. So it was just really fun for me to do. And I was like, I want this shirt and I'm just going to make it anyway. So there you go. I think you should do more of those. They're so cool. The shirt's shirts really comfortable. And the the swag is just so, the quality of the swag is so good. 
It really is. And I, I thank you for that. You're so welcome. Maybe the next time I go to a convention, I'll be like, merchandise. <laughs> there you go. There. there you go. Yes. Yeah. We need more fear right. merch. Like, <laughs> right? Right? I, yeah. I get it to all make the your time. Own. People are like, he's on The Walking Dead. And I was like, <clears throat> fear. <laughs> fear The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. right. You got to come correct. There is a difference. Thank you. Right. Get it right. <laughs> you recently did uh, Shakespeare in the Park. Yes. What roles did you play? Role or roles did you play? <gasps> okay, so it was so fun because it's the play is called The Complete Works of William Shakespeare Abridged. So the whole premise is that we're doing all 37 of Shakespeare's plays in one play. Ooh. So whoa. It's, um, it's, it's a comedy. It's like we do lots of like skits and spoofs. And it's a very, it's one of my favorite plays. My high school did it when I was in high school. And so when I saw that it was going on, I auditioned for it. And it was supposed to happen in 2020. Mm. Wonder why it didn't. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it finally just happened last weekend. So I play, all of Act 2 is just Hamlet. So I played Hamlet. I, <laughs> we rap Othello. I did Titus Andronicus as Titus as a cooking segment. Romeo and Juliet, not Juliet, obviously. That would have been too much of a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a variety of different things. I'm trying to think. We do all the comedies, all of Shakespeare's comedies, get rewritten into one comedy, and I kind of serve as the narrator in that. So it's really, it's just a huge hurricane of controlled chaos. But it's such a fun show, and everyone who saw it really, really enjoyed it. So it felt so fun getting back on stage. Which did you enjoy playing the most? Mm, I really love the Othello rap. <laughs> I love like freestyle rap and stuff like that, you know, like musical improv. And so I just find it so funny that it was just like the story of Othello in like a minute. That's it. Nice. <laughs> you would have enjoyed um, one of one of the other people who contributed to my birthday was Aiden Atkin. And he did his uh, a Fear the Walking Dead version of American Pie. Yeah, it is hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah, I can't oh hear God. the song without singing Aiden's no. lyrics now. Okay, so I'll tell you guys when uh, season five was airing and I was doing the ukulele bits. There was a week where I was like, I'm going to venture out and do something differently, and I was going to rewrite a song that exists, and it was going to be like, you know, it. everyone knows it. It's the one, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Fear the walk. Oh, five. <laughs> It's Mambo number five. <laughs> Mambo number five. And it was going to be like, you know, a little bit of strand. <laughs> anyway, but I got very busy oh. and I was like, mm, we'll just go back to ukulele. Oh my gosh. Oh, we got to finish that now. <laughs> yeah, get a couple of episodes deep in season seven and be like, and be like yeah, a little bit of strand. Maybe not a little bit of strand. <laughs> Maybe a little less, a little less strand. strand in my life. <laughs> So, Bailey, what made you want to get into acting in the first place? Okay, so when I was in elementary school in third grade, my elementary school started a drama club after school, and I auditioned, and I played, like, elf number two in this, I don't even remember the name of the first Christmas show we did, but it was a Christmas show because it was fall, and it was just so fun that I never stopped so like I stayed in drama club <laughs> through elementary school and then in middle school I did it and then in high school I did theater and meanwhile like I started trying to figure out how to do um other forms of acting you know so middle school I had an agent and I was going out for commercials in high school I started with my acting coach in Florida and she's great and I had an, a 
television and film agent in Florida. And so I was like auditioning for TV and movies. And that was really fun. And it's just always been the thing that like brings me so much joy. And I really love it that I'm like, I can't do anything else. Like, yeah, my teachers <laughs> in school were very disappointed because I'm a very good oh. student. Um, <laughs> oh. Like a straight A student. So like my science teacher, I remember one year was like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, I'm going to be an actor. <laughs> and he was like, okay. Cause I did like a really nerdy thing for like a year or two and competed on like our science Olympiad team where like you go and compete in science events. Um, yeah. My brother did science Olympiad. Nerds unite. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be an actor. And they were like, okay. And I was like, that's it. Was it difficult? I mean, obviously you're a very good student. So how did you balance the acting and school life at the same Mm -hmm. time? I had some sick days. (laughs) Um, That's the only time I skipped school. Like my mom tried to do the responsible thing and be like, how, how can we handle this? This is what happens sometimes when she needs to miss. And they were just like, she needs to be in school as much as possible. And we were like, that's not, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) Because also my school was like, unless you had an excused absence, you weren't allowed to make up what you missed. So like, if you missed, homework oh, or a test yeah. and it wasn't excused like sorry like so I was like well that's not going to work yeah. um yeah. I really don't know how I did it I like being busy and like juggling things but in high school I was obviously a good student I uh I was very involved in extracurriculars so I did theater and I did our morning news show which I ran my senior year and I did student council where we planned all these events so yeah it was uh it was like having all these things that I loved but like Acting always came first, so it was like, oh, if something comes up, that stuff gets shifted, and acting goes first. Priorities, yes, priorities are so important. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you enjoy the auditioning process? Yes, it's changed a little bit over the course of the last year. I think it's very fun. I okay. So being from the southeast, when you're auditioning in the southeast, nine times out of ten, you are getting just the audition sides to work with. The one thing I love about being in LA and having LA reps is like, I'm getting the full script pretty frequently. So I get to read the whole project. And so just getting to read these things is like so exciting because you read it and you're like, oh, this is going to be really good. This is like, (laughs) I really like this script. Whereas sometimes before it was just like, I don't really understand what's going on here, but I'm going to give it my best. Mm -hmm. So it's really fun to like, you know, put on different hats really quickly. Um, I, again, in the Southeast, all you do is self-tapes. There are no in-the-room auditions, really. So moving out here, I was very excited for in-the-room. And now with everything going on, everything's virtual again. But I'm like, good thing I am already used to doing self-tapes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually booked Fear from a self-tape. Oh, wow. my gosh. Cool. Uh, yeah. I filmed it in somebody's garage. <laughs> <laughs> when you auditioned for Fear, did they, what did they, I mean, what what did, what did you audition with? Okay. I, I feel like this is fair um it was fake sides between Annie Max and Dylan that kind of represent like their sibling relationship and like what was going on and I I know other people have auditioned with fake sides Mm -hmm. because you don't you sign a little NDA and you're like I will not tell anyone and I was like (laughs) um but yeah it, it was a fake side there were some similarities to the sides with like things that ended up being in the show like I don't know, like the like some of the lines where it's like, oh, that's what people always say when there's something to be afraid of, mm. I think was mm-hmm. like one of the lines mm-hmm. in it. But yeah, and so it was just the one scene and 
then you you film it, you send it off. And normally you just like, as an actor, you try your best to like, well, I'm never going to think about this again because I'll drive myself crazy. Right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my agent called and it was so interesting because I had another audition out at the same time that they had sent me callback sides for. So when I saw she was calling, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be about that. Like, ah. and she was like, <laughs> you're the choice. And I was like, great. And she was like, for fear. And I was like, what? <laughs> that one came out of the blue. Uh, yeah, so she was, then I, I got approved by the network and I started the planning process of, you know, getting to Austin for when we were going to shoot. Because I think I, I auditioned in early November and I had to be out there like by the end of November. So. Wow. It happens really yeah. fast then. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes things move so fast. Like it's kind of weird now because sometimes things get pushed back so much with people still dealing with pandemic stuff. But Either things move very fast or very slow. There is like, I feel like no in between. So I've, I've had auditions before where my agent had called me and she was like, hey, like you're you're one of the top choices. Um, If you book it, you're going to need to be on a plane tonight to Virginia. And I was like, great. Let me know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. It's got to be exciting too though, right? I mean, hopefully it's mostly exciting instead of stressful. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, it's so terrible. Um, I'm conditioned like, a Pavlov dog in the sense that my mom, because obviously I started this when I was younger, so she was involved. Um, and we would both get the emails because I was a minor and she had set a specific ringtone for anything that came from my agent. And hmm. so even now to this day, like I still use it on my phone and I hear that noise and I'm like, yes, like what is it? <laughs> I totally it's understand that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. check my phone. Being an actor, you'll check your email like, 20 times a day like just just in case something comes in so once you once you have the role how do you approach sort of becoming that character I feel like it kind of depends so like for fear it was a matter of okay so for the first episode I didn't get the whole script so I was just given oh my, my chunks of the script and I remember showing up the first day and I was like mm, so excited and um Mikey Ian and Andrew, they pulled me aside and they were talking to me and they said, hey, we need to let you know something. And I was like, okay, like, cool. (laughs) Um, Because obviously in the first episode, there's the stuff where we drive up and we see the like the blockades with like the walker guts and everything. And so like, spoiler alert, um, (laughs) that's you. And I was like, oh, they were like, now we don't want you to play it like you know that because we don't want people to know that yet. But we want you to know that so you can be thinking. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then it was like very cool. And it was just so cool to think of because then, you know, I was doing those scenes where it's like, do you know who did this? And it was like, no. (laughs) It's me. I think breaking down a script is very important using as much as you have. Um, Everyone on Fear is so lovely in the sense that they're very, between like the directors and the writers for each episode, they're very hands-on and like helpful in getting the performance that they think is going to work best for the episode. And so I think that's such an important element because they're going to know things that I might not know. (laughs) From our perspective, we're not going to know everything about film craft Mm -hmm. and everything. So when a director says, hey, can you try it this way? You may be directed in a way that you may not be aware is important later. Is, is that yes. accurate? There's going to be things that we we might not be subject to know because maybe the size of the role or maybe just like it's a very highly anticipated production or something like that. You know, you can do as much work as you want on it and you need to come ready and ready to rock. But if they're sending you in a certain direction and you're like, huh, I didn't think of that. If it's like, 
okay, this is for a reason, nine times out of 10. Like sometimes it's like, let's just try this one. But usually it's because I feel like it's helping tell the story in the way that it's going to fit best into the overall like mm-hmm. season, for example. You have worked on feature length films and fear. What are mm-hmm. some of the differences between working on those two types of productions? For me, in my experience, it was the pace. So the, the one feature length film that I, I really love that I've done is At the End of the Day. And we filmed that in like 28 days which is crazy fast, Um, especially because it was like, you know, I think like a SAG ULB like project in Lakeland, Florida. And I I was a supporting role. So I only worked like three days or something, but they were constantly going. So with that, it kind of depends. But I've been a stand in on like a Hallmark movie before on a cruise ship, which was very fun. (laughs) And that was like a faster paced one as well. But typically from what I hear is that television moves quicker in the sense that one episode of Fear is usually done in like seven to 10 days from my experience. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, because they're turning over and they're doing the next episode. Whereas sometimes with like films, like think of any sort of Marvel movie, like those sequences are going to take days to shoot Mm -hmm. one fight sequence. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it just depends on like the the details, I guess, of the project and how long, but kind of sets the tone for how how quickly you got to move because sometimes you'll get two takes, Mm -hmm. you know? It moves pretty quickly. <laughs> Where can we watch at the end of the day? Ooh, um, I believe it's on Amazon Prime. Nice. It's a, I have that. I can yes, check that I out. I believe it is. I, I know they have their information on their Instagram, but it is a very wonderful, moving story about the intersectionality, I guess, that you can find between religion and like the LGBTQ community. Oh, okay. Cool. okay. So it's like in a very positive light. And nice. I believe it's something that is a very good message and like finding yeah. how those things can kind of overlap. Yeah. That sounds wow, good. I really yeah. like that. Now mm-hmm. I don't play the most fun character. <laughs> <laughs> but into the, the bigger picture of the story. <laughs> people who have a limited worldview. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to watch this more. <laughs> acting. It's, that's what acting is. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so what was, maybe one or some of the most fun moments you've had on the fear set. There were a few scenes in episode one where I'm actually driving. <laughs> like I am driving the van. And in, I re- it's very fun in retrospect. I was very stressed doing it because oh. like the scene where we pull up to the blockade, they were like, yep, you're actually going to drive and you're going to need to hit this mark. And we did it the first time and they were like, you hit the mark. And I was like, and they were like, can you drive in a little faster? Like you were actually <laughs> driving. I was like, yes, but do you understand? I have very precious cargo here. I have <laughs> I've got a whole van full of all the series regulars. I was like, <laughs> I was like if anything happens to Alicia Dednam Carey while I'm driving. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh <laughs> I can't handle that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that was so funny to me. I loved filming episode three, the little scene where they reveal it's us. Because I don't think, I don't know if they use that shot, but we filmed a shot where I literally carve into this like zombie abdomen and I like am reaching out and they were behind like off camera fishing the intestines through and I was like Uh. (laughs) in the moment a little stressed because I was like I feel like we only get one take for this Um, (laughs) yeah 
I feel like that was really fun. I loved when we got all our camper kiddos. They were so precious, um, very sweet. Mm -hmm. And I felt so cool. I was like, this is my posse. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah. really. I don't know. I have so many memories from like each episode that were so fun. Like I remember working on 513, whichever the first one that um, Virginia came in, I was just the whole time because I was so impressed (laughs) by Colby. I was like, He's so cool. Oh, she's awesome. Cool. (laughs) And then obviously, like, 506 is one of my favorites. 507 was so beautiful with the Mm -hmm. treehouse. They're all good. 504 was my first, like, close interaction with a zombie in, like, a life-threatening moment. (laughs) And I feel like I I mentioned that story in an AMC interview, but, like, I literally forgot my lines. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. What happens is... Like they let, like the, the, the guts snap, they grab me, I get tackled and like Ethan's supposed to pull me out. And like, there was supposed to be like, like a, my gun. And he's like, leave it. And then like, we go on. And when I tell you like when it happened, cause we rehearsed it and we rehearsed it slow and then we went to do it. And in the moment I was just like, I'm going to die. That was great. And I was like, yes. And she goes, the lines. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like we'll be there this time. So. <laughs> lines? You want me to say lines? I'm, I'm fighting for my life, and you want me to say lines? Well, it's so funny because you know before they're sitting there, they're normal, they're just like chilling in their zombie makeup, and then it's like <laughs> rolling, and then they're like snapping and reaching and growling, and I was like, they were they were smoking cigarettes just earlier, <laughs> having to smoke. They get cups of coffee, you know, and like I know at one point they were pouring like some of the stuff in their mouth and I was like what is that like, oh it tastes like um like thin mints I think and I was like oh sounds awesome <laughs> yeah like, you can't have it it'll stay in your mouth and I was like well it's okay my only excuse for butting is to embarrass Alani who's in the audience uh, there's a little chat on the side and she says uh, Bailey, you are incredible, and I loved meeting you back in May, which is uh, the camp. But she has a question. Out of all of those, would you say, do you have a favorite episode that you filmed of your time mm-hmm. on set? And if, if there is one that you can't say, you can say that. There's one I can't say. I will say, I'll probably put it at a tie. Oh, also, when we were talking about fun moments, filming the plane crash, so fun. Um, <laughs> not everyone agreed that it was a fun time, but <laughs> I did not feel motion sickness, so I had a fun time. Um, I think my favorites would either be 501 just for it being the first and you know it had so many like little good moments that were really setting up everything else or I, 506 I <laughs> loved getting that moment I remember like getting that script and reading it and being like oh my gosh like we're really finding out about them and mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm being trusted to tell this part of their story and it was just really fun and I remember that day on set was very special because it was just me and Alicia and everyone was so kind and supportive and like it was just a very good environment and I was like and like afterwards the writer and director came up to me and they were like that was great and I was like I was like I feel like I just did that you know like I did that so those two are probably my favorites but I love them all (laughs) right yeah how do you how do you pick a favorite I don't know because they all have so many cool things Bailey I have to know if if you can tell us if you know what went into uh, Annie's crazy hairstyle that she had when we first met her. <laughs> Poor Annie. Um, <laughs> so I show up day one. I go to hair and makeup. I'm one of the first people there. I'm, I'm like meeting everybody. 
And I remember they were talking about it and they were like, we just want it to look, I was sitting there. I was not, I was, I was like, yes, this is all great. And they were like, you know, we're, we're going to make it big. We're going to make it like, like a main, like, you know, you've been living in the woods, very like feral and like crazy. And I was like, wonderful. <laughs> and then, uh, the lady who was doing my hair that day, Roxy, she just started creating this look with you know teasing the different sections and then like rolling it with stuff and then the dirt getting on top because the thing is it's like I'm naturally very blonde um <laughs> and I do not look very blonde throughout 98% of the show like there's I know there's the one episode where we're at tank town and my hair looks brunette like is how much dirt and like <laughs> has been put into this look but it was so funny because when the season five trailer came out and like it started airing and things like that I got so many messages from like fans or from people in my life who were like your wig looked so good and I was like how much it was my hair yeah. like, it, that's the crazy thing is like 99% of it is all my hair there was a few pieces that were like clip-ins that were cut shorter so it would look like breakage okay. or like we tried mm -hmm. to cut it and it would like poke out but like also I'm just the kind of person where I was like oh like that's that's so cool I would have let you cut my hair anyway like nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very fun it was a lot of work at least 40 minutes most days and so we got to the point where we would strategize and we'd be like okay am I coming back tomorrow to film again and it was like if yes then we're just leaving it <laughs> I was like I was texting my mom I was like I look so cool look at my hair how am I going to get, wash this out at the end of the day and they were so kind and they like took it all out for me and made sure it was oh, like nice. in order which mm -hmm. was so nice I was not mm -hmm. expecting that I thought I was gonna be like at home like having to slowly work <laughs> through it and yeah so so then we decided if it's coming back the next day we're just gonna leave it and I was like I love that idea when we wrapped the mid-season finale, because it was an overnight, I was so tired that, like, I just left my hair. Because I didn't have dreads anymore. I just had dirt. <laughs> yeah. I got home. I got back to the hotel at, like, 8 a.m. And I needed to leave by, like, 9.30 or something for my flight. So I was like, I can either wash it out or take a nap. And I was like, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to the airport looking like this. <laughs> yep. You yep. can't hear me. Naps always win. I, I'm laughing hysterically behind here, but I'm muted. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably the funniest interview I've ever sat through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, dirt. I don't know. Now, what I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm my hotel room thought. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing Bailey walking through the airport with Annie's hair. Yeah, really. I tried to like put a bandana over it, but like my mom does hair, so we have like a little hair setup at my house. So I, like when I flew home, I was like, "Mom," and to like she helped me wash it out, and it was just like it was like almost like green. Like it was just so much. Dirt. Like, oh my gosh! Okay. Can, can I follow up here for a second? <laughs> Have you ever, well, I mean, obviously you did some uh, uh, comedic theater, but uh, have you ever thought about doing comedy or doing anything in that realm or shtick or, uh, or, or sketch comedy or anything like that? Or do you have anything I like that? I love comedy. When I get asked what I want to work on next, it's, I really want to do a comedy. I, I just find so much joy in it. I did some training throughout the past year at UCB, which is oh, like, oh, that's for awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so fun and they're then, great honestly I, I love it like the, the play I just did was a comedy so getting to have people like laugh and like enjoy it is such something that I love um but yeah I would love to do more stuff like that I I have been told I could do stand-up 
but it kind of scares me. So like maybe I just need to like not tell anyone I'm doing it and go do it somewhere that's, like an hour away. That's the move. That's the move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you it's, go. it's the move I'm telling you right now. Just don't yeah. tell anybody yeah. you're doing it though. Yeah. But yeah. Like see how it goes and then tell people. Right. You, know, you gotta like warm up. You gotta work out the issues. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's the timing that you have that made me laugh the most. <laughs> like when you were just regaling us. <laughs> I want to go back uh, to a couple minutes ago. You were talking about shooting and I want, um, you know, shooting the gun. And I wanted to know, um, what kind of weapons training did you go through? Mm. Mm. So I read that script and I said, okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I feel like I handle a gun twice. So in 501, I handle the shotgun, but I don't use it. And when we were shooting that scene, you know, we come outside the van and everything and we see the roadblock and like, I've, I've got this gun and someone came over to give it to me. And like, I just, I was standing on Because <laughs> I was like, I do not want anyone to assume I know what it looks like to hold this properly. <laughs> so like, you know, um, like Lenny was so nice and he was helping me. And then we had Eddie, who's like our like weapons guy come over and he like kind of showed me, but I was like, I don't know. What do I do here? And then the in 507 with the handgun, the day of Eddie like pulled me aside and we did some weapons training. And like, you know, he, he told me how to like, like hold it. Like, I know your thumb goes here. I haven't done it in a second. But, um, yeah, and so and we, I shot a few and then, you know, it was just such an interesting process because everyone has to wear earplugs. So whenever that's happening and a gun's firing, everyone has little earplugs in that mm-hmm. you can't see. And I, I would just, and then I shoot zombies. Like it was, it was a very, it was a, it was a speedy training. It was quick to the point. Uh, in the Walking Dead universe, everybody has a different name for zombies. Mm-hmm. What would you call zombies in the apocalypse? Because <laughs> um, I was like, well, Annie calls them growlers, but like, I don't know. I literally just, my roommate and I, we send each other like funny things we see on social media. And this guy that we think is so funny, he just did one where it was like a zombie movie, but like no one uses the word zombies. And it was making fun of that. I, I saw that. that. I saw that. I saw yeah. That. yeah. With Johnny Virtual. It was so funny. Yeah. I was like, I feel personally attacked by this. <laughs> um, because, you know, he's like the brainless or the, the undead or the so-and-so. And it's like, we just never say zombies. <laughs> His father-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like, I don't know, based on like Annie, I would probably just go with growlers or I like empties. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. well, like, going on there. Um, yeah. The, the walkers, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like that would be the last thing on my mind. I would be like focused on survival much more. Run away. <laughs> like whatever we want to call them, we can up, come up come up with a name later. I would just like to be away. From them. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. What would you call them? Dish it. You got to take it. Eaters. Eaters. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ever since The Walking Dead, I have called them walkers. Like, it's weird to hear the word zombie now. I'm like, yeah. zombie? I would just call They're them walkers. zombies, I guess. They're zombies, <laughs> people. They're zombies. <laughs> like, we should, just, we should just call them for what they are. <laughs> I love that that word has not been said on any of the shows, though. Like, they mm-hmm. make a point not to use the Z word. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, the zombie show or the zombie movie. Alani is saying crispy critters. That's Dakota. Dakota's a crispy critter. <laughs> in the wind (laughs) (laughs) what a wind it is in the episode in dreams we get to see a future version of max but Mm. not annie or dylan so 
Where do you think Annie and Dylan are in Grace's imagined future? Yes. I was like, at that moment, I was like, that's so cool. Annie's too much of a leader. Like, Annie's out scouting things. You know, I feel like in this imagined future, we're part of the the team. And so she's either out there, like, handling a situation or, like, helping her people because she's very much, like, group-oriented. Like, mm-hmm. these, like especially with the kids. Like, she's like, these are my responsibility. And maybe Max oh. just, like, had a crush on Charlie. So that's why he stayed. Who knows? <laughs> Alicia's not in that episode either. So maybe Annie and Alicia are off fighting something. Yeah, like, we really sorted through our differences, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our differences. It's been a long time. We're so similar that it was, like, like, I think mm-hmm. that was the funniest thing to me was Alicia being like, let me help you. And me being like, no. And I feel like in a way, it's just like a mirror to so many different parts of Alicia. Oof. Obviously not so much now, mm-hmm. but like, especially in earlier seasons when, you know, they had their safe place and it got ruined and things like that and lacking parental figures and all of that. So it's like in, in a different parallel, Annie is representative of different things that have impacted Alicia. And is also being severed and like, no, I don't want your help. I'm fine. <laughs> I like that a lot. Why did I like that a lot? I'm not, I'm not fine. My camp is overrun with zombies right now, but um, I'm fine. <laughs> why why I'm didn't fine. we I'm say fine. that? I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> right? I have a fan question. This is from Donnie at Daryl's Moonshine, at Daryl's Dot Moonshine. This kind of uh, comes off the question we just asked. How do you think Annie's story would be different if she wasn't saved by our group? very morbid. I feel like she, in the effort to protect her group, would have somehow put them in danger or not adequately protected them. And I felt like there would have been some loss. And I think that would really have hardened her even more because she would have felt responsible. Another parallel to Alicia. She finally sucks it up and is like, okay, like, I guess we'll go. I guess (laughs) this is a good time to leave. Another fan question. This is from Linda, who is at fanart. At fanart underscore Lindy. Yes. If Annie had been bitten on the show, which characters would she want the rest of the kids to go with? Well, first of all... Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, which of the kids would she have eaten? Um, Wait. Yes, that um, question next. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I almost spit water all over my camera. (laughs) Well, I don't know where it was going. Um, I'm going to cut. I'm going to quote Rachel here. Look at Dylan's cheeks. I could just cut into them right there. It's a famous clip from when we got canceled. Yep. I did say that. Oh, my gosh. I feel like she would probably trust Alicia and Morgan to figure it out. I feel like even though she doesn't spend a lot of screen time with Morgan, I really love my scenes with Lenny. And I felt like there was like this unspoken, like, I respect you uh, that Annie kind of had. But yeah, I feel like, oh my gosh. Well, I don't know. It kind of depends. Like, like, are we talking like right now, like end of season six? Because obviously like some answers would have been like, Dylan could go with June. But I feel like June's going through some things right now. So I don't know about that anymore. So yeah, I feel like she would just be like, oh no, like no one's going to do as good of a job as me. But <laughs> I feel like I feel like she would be like, okay, Alicia and Morgan will figure it out. And June. I really do think, I think Dylan and June had a beautiful moment together. Mm-hmm. So I think that oh, would have yeah. been a very good pair. And then I think obviously even Max would have 
stuck with Dylan. So that would be like, mm-hmm. okay, so then Max and Dylan can go with June. And then all my other eight to ten lovely campers at any given moment um we'll we'll come up with like a, a zombie apocalypse adoption agency i got fostering yeah <laughs> yes. yeah we can rotate oh, I love it. you know it, it'll be like a we'll all raise them together so it takes the village right okay now which one would you eat first who's slowest that there only i mean you would know better than us i think Cooper would be like, I'm super fast, but I feel like I could take him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I feel like Max is very smart. He'd be like, I'm out. So, um, yeah, we. I feel like it would be it would be Cooper Dylan, unfortunately, or it would be we had a girl named Sage for a while who was one of our campers, and she was so sweet, but she was smaller. So I feel like. Everyone's like, "Oh no, let's run!" Like Sage would, she might, she might not be as fast. Short short legs, short legs. Zombies gotta eat, you know. (laughs) That's right. time. Okay, we have another fan question. This is from David C at Comic Book Boy twenty four underscore. Could you see Annie and Charlie becoming friends? Absolutely. I think that would be so fun. Obviously, Dakota was right in that age range too, but. We all know, like, Dakota had her own issues. <laughs> Annie also having her own issues. I feel like hers are not as much of a red flag. I really think they could. I think I think it might take a minute because, again, I think they're very independent and they are, you know, young adults looking to be treated like adults. So I feel like it would, it would be a friendship that comes out of, like, mutual respect and, like, needing each other mm-hmm. for survival. But... I also just feel like they could be besties, so. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, Sharon and I were talking about it kind of before, too, and we were saying how it would be nice for Charlie and Annie to have a friend, an actual friend, and not someone that they felt responsible for. Yes, mm -hmm. and someone around their age. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it would just be really nice to see almost like a quick, like, respite from everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. You feel a little normal. (laughs) It could still happen. Yeah. Absolutely. We never know. Never know. Uh, we have another fan question from Tyler. Is at Tyler Philip Cox. He also has a podcast called Let's Talk About the Dead. Um, which actor from the Walking Dead universe would you like to have a scene with? Tyler. Well, I got my scene with Alicia. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, that would have been like high on my list. I, I would. I would just want it to be like a villain. <laughs> Virginia is not an option, sorry. But like, <laughs> I would have loved that. I think she did such a good job. Or like, you know, Annie mm-hmm. and like being in a situation with someone where it's like, I'm going to stand up to you, even though like there's obviously like a power imbalance, like grand right now and everything going on. I'd want it to be with a villain, or I'd want it to be with Grace. But that's just because I love Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Karen would be again an unspoken like guardian for these kids because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. very nurturing. Like I love Karen. I've had brunch at her house. Like she takes very good care of me. <laughs> Aww. So I yeah. wonder what would happen if Annie ran into Alpha. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got muted by accident. <laughs> for the audio podcast. <laughs> Annie's eyes just went wide. Sorry, Bailey's. Bailey's Bailey's eyes. Also Annie's. (laughs) Same same eyes. Honestly, 
any sort of situation is just it, it would be so funny to see it play out yeah. <laughs> and I know I've, I've, I like pulled the chat up now because I'm like curious and I know like it was like oh don't send the kids to Carol and I'm like I think I can take it <laughs> I, think I might sacrifice myself in the process but I feel like I would be like not my yes. brother. Rachel and I have, we've been talking about rules to surviving in the apocalypse. And one of them is don't be one of Carol's kids. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's on the list of yeah. rules. The yep. other one is don't be Sherry's horse. Yep. You can't trust don't, anybody. Don't be Rick's girlfriend. <laughs> All right. Um, don't be friends with Morgan. <laughs> yes, true true yep, that's another true. one not the clap bag. <laughs> nice <laughs> this is from aj at aj graham 17 what weapon from the walking dead universe would you want to use in the apocalypse my answer is not a weapon so much as it is a vehicle Ooh, I ah. that van i thought it was ah. so cool i <laughs> love that how in 501 she literally just Mm -hmm. like seeing how they filmed that was so fun for me i have like a video somewhere where it was like seeing them hooked up like the walkers to this little like pulley system that they were like and then all of a sudden it was like three two one and it like pulled them from their chest to like oh, wow and together and like that's how you know you obviously see it because we didn't run them over mm -hmm. um, <laughs> no i just love that idea of being like in your van and like plowing through people so Hey, that's a good weapon. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, it's it kind of tricky. It's not the most practical in the sense that, like, what happens when you run out of gas? But, like, I just, I was very attached to it. I thought it was so cool. It's literally my laptop background. And, like, that's how I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I want something that's, like, boom, Annie. And I was like, van, definitely mm -hmm. van. So. <laughs> we actually asked about the van in the trivia. We played, we have trivia tournaments. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the questions was, what is the logo on the van? And the, the person we asked actually got it right. I was surprised. They they paid attention. They got it right. Mm -hmm. After so many times we asked that question, too. Nobody, <laughs> no, and then I have to come in and so, say, guys, it's Camp Cacklemary. Okay, okay. Come on. It's got, like, the little, like. Chicken in the teepee. Yeah, in the egg. In an egg. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. A chicken in an egg. In a teepee. I cried. I sobbed when I got this. So. Aww. Um, that was, like, the Christmas gift from season five. And I was like. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's my logo. That's mine. <laughs> and it was so sweet because, like, it, they like had like a little card, and it was like in my dressing room when I came back, and I was Aww. like, "I'm emotional." So. Mm -hmm. That is so sweet, though. Yeah. This damn production. <laughs> so goddamn sweet. Earlier, you said that um, you'd be interested in doing uh, like a comedy role, but are there any other types of roles that you would be interested in playing that you haven't had the opportunity? Yes. Um, my list is like. I want to do a comedy. I love comedies. I'm, we're watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. I'm obsessed. Nine-Nine. Yes. Um, Nine-Nine. It, it's so good. It's so good. It is. But a comedy, I want to do something where I have powers. Whether it's Ooh. hero or villain, I am. I will decide. Yes. But I want to have powers. I think it would just be so fun and, like, getting to see that come together. And then I want to do something, like, period piece because I love – period pieces. I love like Dickinson. I love Bridgerton. I love Anne with an E, but something like that. Or something where it's like, this could also be like the period element, but like royalty. Like I want to like wear like a ball gown and a tiara. Yeah. Super fancy dress. <laughs> That's up. like my list right now. What advice would you give to young actors? Take class. Find a good 
class that pushes you to be a better actor and a better person and then get really good because it's very hard and there are going to be so many things that you can't control. You can't control whether or not you're going to get the part. You can't control whether or not, you know, you're going to do your audition and they're going to watch it and be like, oh, I don't think she's right for it. She doesn't have the right look. She doesn't have the right energy. I can't control that, but I can control what I deliver and I can make sure that it's really good. I read so many like different actor articles and interviews where it's like if if you stop focusing on I want to book the job and just being like I want to do a really dang good job be the best in the room then it's like everything else will work out because even if you don't get it like you're going to end up in situations where people are going to be impressed by your work and your work ethic and it's really I know some people don't train there's going to be people like that but like unless you are one of those people you have to like Mm -hmm. I we equate it to like Olympic athletes. Olympic athletes are born with natural talent, but they still train. Yeah, they still work hard. Really, yeah, and they work really, really hard to like improve. And so you, you just gotta like, you've gotta hit good, however you're going to do it. And then you have to be really confident and like trust in yourself because, like I said, you're gonna hear a lot of no's. Like I heard a lot of no's before I booked this, and it was like you can't take it personally. And you have to like take care of your mental health, like whatever that means for you. That's great advice. Great advice. Don't give up. Like if it's something you want to do, I've had someone ask me before where they were like, okay, but like, how long are you going to do this? Like, how, <laughs> like if nothing, if nothing comes from it, which like, not that it will, because like you're good, but like, you know, like for how long are you going to do this until you would do something else? And I was like, it's just this for me because that's what I love. Like, and I'm not saying like, I wouldn't like have like a side hustle and like do things to like support myself, but like this will always be what I want to pursue, just how it works. There is nothing else for you. I also came up with another answer. I want to do a project where I work with a dolphin. I love dolphins. They're my favorite. (laughs) I only say that because I was thinking like when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be a dolphin trainer. I've (laughs) never, ever met a dolphin in my life. I cry every time I see them. (laughs) Like I love them. I think they're so precious. For my... 22nd birthday during COVID like when it was because you know my birthday's in April people were still very like intense so for 2020 it was like we did some stuff at home and then I was like I want to watch the new Disney dolphin documentary (laughs) (laughs) it was fun it's awesome (laughs) celebrate your birthday exactly how what you want to do I love it that's right I love it (laughs) yeah so that's my advice and that's my favorite animal if you're wondering I recommend whale watching is this ASMR Yes. Because <laughs> because the whales do a- ASMR. It goes. It's I'm i This is my dolphins. Okay, everybody. This is my dolphins. I understand. I understand. Everyone has their dolphins. I had a moment my first time, and it just stuck with me. And here we are. Enjoy, everybody. Okay, you, you committed. You really committed to the bit. I respect Thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you. I'm disappointed the camera was off, so I didn't get to see you get close to like. The mic right. and do and it. see the the mouth actually do the mm, yeah no you don't you don't need that I can see it I, yeah. I can see yeah, what's can. happening up in my head I know it's pretty <laughs> awful actually anyway, so Bailey are there any weird food combinations that you really enjoy that people kind of are like what the heck are you thinking okay this is controversial but I like pineapple on pizza yes Ooh. yes. See, there you Shots go. Fired. Yes. Shots fired. Shots you fired. Know, I like pineapple on pizza. I'm a New Yorker, people, and I, I approve this message. People are like, it doesn't belong there. And I'm like, there are weirder toppings than pineapple. Like, I... Oh, agreed. Like Definitely, yeah. So, people... 
Oh, a friend had me recently try artichoke hearts. I don't know what he was thinking. Don't know why anyone yeah. eats them. But I know sometimes people put artichokes on pizza. Why are we even eating artichokes? I don't get it. <laughs> you know, at first I thought we were friends. Well, then, if, you, uh, <laughs> if you have them on pizza, there's enough. There's enough other stuff to mask the flavor of the of the artichokes if you're eating. Oh, on pizza. and you can do artichoke pizza wrong. It's it can Ugh. be terrible. And I yes, by putting the artichoke on that. Oh, wrong. you're not. <laughs> pineapple on pizza, and she texted me and was like, "No, not in this house. Get out." <laughs> she does not think belongs on pizza. Do you do the ham and pineapple or just straight pineapple? I prefer it with chicken and pineapple. Ooh. Oh, barbecue Ooh, chicken that. and okay. pineapple. That might be interesting. Yeah, now that is now you good. may have crossed the line. No, that is good. That's really good. Oh, I, I have yeah. drizzled barbecue sauce. I also like dipping it in ranch. That I, I have do. yet to do that. I, do that. <laughs> I don't always do it, but sometimes I'm in the mood and I dip my pizza in ranch. So if that's a weird combination, so be it. Yeah. No, I do the I do the pizza in ranch. I'm with you there. Yeah, or or if it's Papa John's, the garlic sauce. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Um, but yeah, I feel like weird food combinations. I don't. I don't know. Megan, do I eat anything weird? <laughs> Imagine she'll text me if she heard that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, what? Oh, she. Okay, she doesn't like over easy eggs. I like over easy eggs. That's not a weird Ooh. thing. People eat them. Mm-hmm. She says they're raw eggs, but they're oh. not. I'll take they're my eggs. Yeah. Any which way. Over I made here. Nutella French toast this morning, so. Ooh. Mm. No, that's, mm. Sounds good. Dang. <laughs> Stop talking about food. <laughs> very hungry. Oh, yeah, you guys oh, are hungry. <laughs> Aiden is going to be very disappointed that your answer wasn't green beans and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> my my family, they eat some weird things, but, like, I don't. I, they do, like. I work in a restaurant, and we, I had a, I had somebody in a restaurant order um, grits with ketchup in them. And I had another person that would eat garlic bread, garlic bread with grape jelly on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's blasphemy. How dare they ruin so garlic like that? What movie or TV quotes do you use on a regular basis? I, I love quoting like different like shows that I like a lot. So I feel like I quote Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Cool, 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 Okay, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Goonies. And when I was younger mm-hmm. and I saw it the first time, like when I was in elementary school, I learned all of like Chunk's monologue and like I just <laughs> that one out sometimes, you know, when like he's like, okay, I'll tell you everything. Um, <laughs> like that one, I just feel like I, I consume so much, like t- not in like I have a problem way, but like, like research, it's like homework for mm-hmm. me. Um, I watch like mm-hmm. a lot of like TV and movies. So like, I don't know, like I love Ted Lasso. And so like, I, I talk about that a lot right now, but it, yes, yes. yes. Football is Football life. I <laughs> have another fan question from Charlotte at Under the Hi, Feather. Charlotte. She wants to know what are your favorite songs to play on the ukulele? My okay, my favorite thing to do with my ukulele is just freestyle. Like I really do love musical improv and so there's been nights with like my friends here where whether it's I'm on the ukulele or someone's on guitar or something they'll just like go and then I'll just go. And so like the one night, for example, was so fun because of like my five friends sitting in the room, I went through and like we wrote a song. I wrote a song. I performed a song for them that I made up on the spot about each of them. And like the guy I had playing guitar, like he would just like 
like when we would finish, we would like come up, like he would just start a different style. And I was like, okay, like this is the, this is the style of this song. So I really love stuff like that. But um, one of my favorites, like with, which was the first thing I learned was like the lava song from the Disney short where it's like, I, I have a dream. One. I hope will come true. You're here with me and I'm here with you. I think that one's so cute. So Aww. yeah. Aww. <laughs> I also, That's I love um, Ocean Eyes playing that by Billie Eilish. On you. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? I lied to my parents once when I was in high school. Ooh. And then I cried about it. That, <laughs> that was so fast. Hi. I know. Sorry, a big lie. Scary, worst thing I've ever done. It stressed me out. <laughs> I went to Six Flags this year and I rode some of those coasters. They're pretty intense, but I love roller coasters. <laughs> I don't know. I like, am I boring? <laughs> Not at all. Was <laughs> no. it scary moving to LA? No, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so you look at something that that maybe something that might scare most people. It sounds like you look at it as an adventure and an opportunity rather than yeah. letting it scare you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's probably awesome. really true because it's also like I'm thinking scary and I'm like, okay, well, like self-inflicted, like scary. Like I chose to like go on this roller coaster. I mean, like <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard at night by myself, like that's scary. That's pretty scary. Uh, that's yeah. pretty scary. <laughs> like, but I was fine. Nothing happened. <laughs> fine. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I want to like scuba dive. My uncle, he's done like lots of things like jump out of planes and then like swim with sharks and rock climbing. I've gone rock climbing before, like, but pretty, pretty safe rock climbing, you know, but still. I went to a rock climbing gym out here and that did kind of scare me because I was like, what if I break a bone? Ooh. Yeah. I, um, yeah. When we were filming Fear, we took one day, Colby, Mo, and I, we went to a rodeo and I rode like the mechanical bull. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have seen that footage. I saw those pictures. I saw some of those pictures. Mo put them up. I was the only one who rode the bull. And as soon as it started in my head, I was like, what am I? This is, this is a terrible idea. What if I get hurt? We film in like two days. Like, oh gosh, that was was a little stressful. (laughs) That's going in the blog. Awesome. So actually springboarding off of this, this question, do you find yourself in moments of, even after having so long filming with uh, fear, let's say, do you find yourself sometimes in moments like being intimidated by certain actors or scenes that may overwhelm you? Have you ever found yourself in those situations? I feel like I don't get so much intimidated where it's like anxious, but like good anxious energy. Like I'm ready. Like, let's go. Now, obviously mm-hmm. there's been situations where like I've met people and I'm like, oh my God, like cool. Um, <laughs> like they're. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, we all do. We all have it. Mm-hmm. Like, my agency out here, they represent this actor who I think is very attractive. And <laughs> 2020, before everything went, they had a New Year's party. And I, me and my friends went. And I was like, oh, my God, do you think he'll be there? And they were like, no, he's way too big of a deal to be there. And I was like, <laughs> whatever. And so we're there and everything. And um, Megan was like, okay, Bailey, don't freak out. And I was like, yes. I just wanted to meet him. I told my agent that, and I was like, and she was like, I'm pretty sure he has a girlfriend, but like, I'll I'll introduce you. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to be like cool, you know, like you want people to think you're cool. I don't know why, like, Mm -hmm. but I was like, oh, I can see you play, like, you know, like cool. (laughs) It's just so hard because I feel like I feel like we need to find a way that we can be like, I'm a fan of your work without people just being like, oh, okay, like. Let me put you in a separate box. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I meet people and I'm like, 
I watch you on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I met someone once and like she she was just a very a very big name on a set and she was like oh I'm so and so and I was like I know and I, was like, <laughs> I was like well that's what came out of my mouth and we're sticking to it so. oh my God. at Walker Stalker I, I met Jenna mm-hmm. and I was just talking to her you know just chatting away and all of a sudden my brain went hey you're talking to Jenna, and it was just like, whoop, yeah, and you're like, whoop, never mind, gotta go, talk to you later, bye. I honestly, and and being on set, there was there were such an amazing group of people, so it was just like, I, my okay, I fangirl the most probably over Karen and Mo. Obviously, Alicia, Alicia's amazing, but I am obsessed. One of my favorite shows is Galavant, which Karen was on. Oh, and when mm-hmm. I realized that I was like and I was like what was that like? Like can you tell me about that? Um and for the audio podcast inside your vibrating can't even explain (laughs) the face. Um and then one of my other favorite like because one of my favorite shows is Parks and Rec and Mo obviously recurred on Parks and Rec and so I was like, so tell me about that. And she was like, oh my gosh, it was the best time. Like so cool. And so like they, those were just things that I, I genuinely loved and watched and like getting to even just have conversation with them was like, this is so cool. <laughs> Pinch me. Is this real? <laughs> and it's like, it's so funny. Cause like, you know, the next time I see Karen, I, I, she did a lot of like her tea chats and everything that I've watched throughout the course of last year. She's done some with the cast of like her friends from Gallivant where they like reveal that like, Oh look, like I have this little thing from set. And I'm like, oh, can I hold it? So, <laughs> I want to hold it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, honestly, that's one of my favorite shows. If you haven't Galavant, go watch Galavant. It's a musical comedy. It's so funny. They make fun of themselves as a show, and I think that's very fun to do. I love when shows and people in general have that kind of humor when they can make fun of themselves. That's it's like they make yeah, a joke that they're like, "How did we get a second season?" Like we don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's very like self-aware comedy. It's so funny. Uh, Alani actually asks, had you watched The Walking Dead prior to joining Fear? Ooh. And she wants you to go to the camp. I haven't. <laughs> um, I, I hadn't. I feel like I might have seen like clips of it because my cousin had watched it, but I had never like sat down and watched it. So I watched the pilot for Fear before I did my audition. And then I was like, this is kind of cool. So like I watched a few more episodes and then like I found out I booked it and I was like, well, I'm going to be a good student. So I just kept chugging through and I caught all the way up. So I was like, that way, if anyone wants to talk to me about anything, I stay in the loop. I stay in the loop now, considering the fact that I don't have cable. So oh, wow. I, re- I rely on y'all and people who post like episode something on YouTube. I like go and I'm like, okay, what happened this week? Like I need to know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, well, Squawking Dead breaks down all the episodes. Yes. We give you all you need to know and more. There's so many, there's so many fun personalities. I honestly... I watched some like reactions and stuff when I was when season five was coming out and it was like so funny like there was this one person who she's like Irish and she was like talking about 506 and it was like oh who is Annie to call the shots the effing leader of the Brady Bunch and I was like like, oh my gosh this is so funny because also like you know they like Annie has some difficult moments so watching people's reactions being like no, and I was like, give her a chance. Like she's well rounded. <laughs> I just want to ask you what your earrings are. Oh, these are uh, Sugar Fix by Target Bobble Bear, I think, and they are witch's earrings, and they're very mm. fun. 
They're so that cute. Is cute. I thought it would look like a yeah. witch's hat. Yeah. That's what I thought too, but I thought it was pumpkins under it. Very detailed witches. Ooh. I feel like oh, if I had had like That's cool zombie statement really earrings, I would have worn those, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like those. Maybe I'll design that next. So we're going to do a speed round. All right. We're going to give you two choices and then you just go with your gut instinct, this or that, cake or pie. Cake. I really love cake. <laughs> or mountains. Each. <laughs> Phone or tablet? Mm, tablet. I like drawing on it. There you go. There you go. Coffee or tea? Water. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. I'm going to pick Twitter. <laughs> there you oh, 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 wow. Okay. Morning or evening? Morning. Morning. Maybe. Or afternoon. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm definitely not a morning person. So anything after that, I'm going to I like getting things yeah, done same. in the morning, so it's hard. Ted Lasso or Led Tasso? Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. Yeah. June or Virginia? Virginia. Ooh. 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 <laughs> He's so cool. He's such a good boy. I, I, I feel it. Virginia was a good bad guy. Yeah. As long as it's not Dakota. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't drink tea. I used to have a tea addiction, so I don't drink it anymore. I really just drink water. Oh wow. Well, I drank sweet tea. I sweet tea, so it was a little different. I'm from ah. South, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're from Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from Jacksonville. Ooh, Duval! Duval! <laughs> Go Jaguars! What? Yes! Bailey, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for giving us your time. We really appreciate you just sitting down chatting with us. I really feel like we get we know you a little bit better. We know Annie better now. It was just yes. really awesome to have you here. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You. And we know you cannot say anything. But we yes. hope we get to see Annie again. So we hope. We, we hope. are hoping, wishing, praying that we see Annie and the rest of the kids again. Yep. Mm-hmm. We know Annie. they're out there somewhere. They are out there. Yes. Yeah. Team they're Annie. Right. They're yes. They may not know where, but. Mm. <laughs> they're hiding in the caverns with uh, Ranger Samuels and Gidmark and yep. Wendell. They're all hiding in the caverns. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they are. Underground safe. That's what we came up with um, anyway. <laughs> you guys are so kind. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody else, you can catch Bailey in season five of Fear the Walking Dead as Annie. Uh, You can stream that right now on Hulu. Right now. Go do it. And as you heard earlier, you can find her movie at the end of the day on Amazon Prime. So go check that out, too. Good positive message. Yes. Is there anything we need to look out for on the horizon with you? Honestly, y'all will be the first to know. (laughs) Yes. I, awesome. I'm just out here doing doing my best and working on working again. So I'll, I'll keep you posted. But luck. We've, we've got auditions. Well, out we are here to support Thank you. Thank you. Yep. We're after. here to support you, whatever we'll you see do. see what's next, you know? Hopefully something really fun. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you, Bailey.